You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Everyone thinks I had a storybook career, that I just sprang into Disney Channel stardom overnight, made millions, and lived happily ever after. Spoiler alert, I didn't. There were countless failures along the way, and there still are. How I deal with that struggle and how I pivot when failure creeps in is what allows me to keep going, keep learning, and keep striving for balance. The Vulnerable Podcast is an invitation to hang out every week with me, Christy Carlson Romano, as I invite friends, celebrities, and experts for in-depth conversations discussing the good, the complicated, the beauty of being human, and what it means to be vulnerable. Join me every Tuesday as we navigate the ups and downs of my guests' paths to success. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hi, I'm John Taylor. You're listening to the Attacking Scrum podcast. Make sure you subscribe. I'm going to leave that in in the hope that I Is can... It on the- I don't know. I just pressed record when you went, oh, I need a bite, which is your stock phrase as well. Yeah. Well, uh, I was thinking... Anyway. Yeah. I was thinking a pint. I was actually thinking a pint of squash. Oh, God. Um, Pull the other one. Right. Welcome to part two of the Attacking Scrum podcast, which is, which is heads up. Uh, that's thrown me slightly, but it's one of those weird kind of... One of those weird heads up now, Dan, isn't it? Looking ahead to... The weekends, yeah, because you got this, you got this rest weekend in the middle of, in the middle of the Six Nations. Are you, you know, you're a bit of a, a loss during these these weekends. I am a bit, yeah. I'm not uh, I'll be scrabbling around on the weekend, not too, uh, not too sure what to do, but um, they're definitely needed, aren't they? Mm. Oh you know, god, yeah. After a game like after a game like England Wales, the bo- bodies, the bodies will be battered and. Um, or the, the chat of maybe making it shorter can't happen, can it? I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, it's Jesus, yeah. 
It's hard, isn't it? It's hard to imagine that. It is, yeah. Have you got a good? Uh, have you got a good recipe for the rest weekends? A good recipe? Yeah. Pizzas and. <laughs> yeah, I'll be staying away from. If I do like, if I do go for a pizza this weekend, it'll be, it'll be a, a telephone order because I like to be a hundred percent clear on the fact that I'm not getting something that's stuck together with some kind of disgusting, gluey, laminate adhesive. Keeping the toppings on there, that's 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 not for me. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought about it. I think there'll probably be a couple of beers. I'm at a wedding this weekend, actually, so... Um, well, there definitely will be then for you. Yeah, so there will be, uh, there should be a fair few beers. Oh, and I dare say plenty of stick about the result from last oh. weekend, so... Yeah, you can't duck I just want to go into hibernation. I'm sure as well. I just want to go into hibernation. Yeah, that's, the hard, that's one of the hardest, hardest things, isn't it, about being up here is uh, I was... I was dreading Monday going in, and uh, the emails started coming in immediately after the game. The work emails. It's amazing the people who chip up, don't they? And oh yeah, coming crawling in, out the woodwork. Coming in from all angles. I um, I used to give a little bit of chat back as well oh, when I first I came did, down. Yeah. I did when I first came down, but then um, obviously that it, it completely backfired. So I'm just stay very, 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 very off topic. But they know, they obviously know you're a rugby fan, and so the uh, yeah, it just it comes yeah. it comes hurling in. Don't uh, don't engage, don't engage with them. Would be uh, would be my advice. Delete, delete yeah. exactly. But rugby fans we are, and we plow on. No, uh, we plow on regardless. This weekend it's it's time for uh, it's time for a return to Pro Twelve action. I so say it's it's a little bit hard to get as excited when the internationals are kind of um, kind of take centre stage. But nonetheless, there's some interesting games this weekend, and. Probably none more so than Ospreys at home to Munster. Yeah, it's a huge game, isn't it? It is really, yeah. Biggie, biggie, yeah. What you, uh, you reckon is going to come out on top there? Well, I think what's quite crucial is, is some of the players who've been released. So Wales have released 13 players this weekend uh, across, uh, across all four regions. Now, some big names coming back into the Ospreys side. So Thornton King, Cracknell, Nicky Smith... Uh, Scott Baldwin will will give them a boost up front. You know, some really uh, some really class players there that'll make a difference. And Rodri Jones, who I imagine won't play, um, well, he might, but you know, it's it's been a bit of a strange one. Rodri Jones being in the the Wales uh, the Wales side, and then Sam Davis behind the scrum, who I think will will definitely get a game. You know, they've had to call on a few, res- um, you know, call on their reserves. The Ospreys are at ten with both Bigger and Davis being out, and I think yeah, a game is young, bigger. This well, the young young boy playing at ten, they they rate highly. Yeah, and I, but I think in a game as big as this, yeah, Sam Davis is kind of he's going to feature. Good to see how he at goes. some point. Yeah, and you know, bearing in mind he didn't play a minute at, at the weekend, he'd be itching. It'd be itching for the game, won't he? He will, and yeah, against Munster, you're going to need you're going to need your best player. So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see the vast majority of those plays feature. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Um, this weekend. Um, so yeah, you know, at home, I think they'll have a. I think they'll they'll give them a damn good game, and I think the Ospreys will probably get a win. You going with the Ospreys? Yeah, I'm, I'm going gonna, with the Ospreys. I'm going to back the Ospreys as well. Yeah, I, I think they've been terrific all season, and yeah, I've been might, mighty impressed with them. As we said before, the coaching setup is something that really um, is something that's really impressed me. You know, I think Tandy's done a really good job since he's been there. And you're seeing this kind of new breed of Ospreys team, really, that is 
the polar opposite to the Galacticos of six or seven years ago, where you've got the vast majority of players have kind of have come through that, have come through that um, youth setup or come through the region, and have gone on to to star for them, and they want to stick around. So I, I really do think of all the regions, they're the ones onto something special, really. Yeah, they are. They? They've handled that shift so well, haven't they? And uh, yeah, when Stanley when Tandy, uh, I can't. I didn't quite think he'd be the he'd be the coach that he is. No, I didn't. He's outstanding, isn't he? And um, uh, Griff Reese is, uh, yeah. is is a brilliant, brilliant coach as well. So the pair of them, great combination. And um, all the players, what seems to be coming out of the camp, is they love uh, they absolutely love it down there, don't they? Yeah, and I think uh, yeah, I think they're um, they've done uh, they've done really well this season. I expect that to continue. So you know, we mention it quite often. Scarlets, uh, you know, being the second best region in. In Wales this term, they had a big win, didn't they? Yeah, a, they great, did. a great win. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean that that could prove absolutely crucial. They they moved into the playoff spot yeah. now, yeah. so that win over Glasgow. I suppose if you're going to play Glasgow at any time, you want <laughs> you yeah. wanted to be in the international yeah. and you, window. And you've got to win. You have to yeah. win then. Didn't you? And they had some, you know, some <clears throat> real big first team players still playing for the Scarlets. You know, I suppose they've lost a lot of players. Scarlets have lost a fair few. Mm. Um, to the international setup, but having players like James Davis on that side yeah. made all the difference. I Picked think. up Man of the Match, did he? Yeah, got yeah. over the whitewash. Yeah, um, I saw his his stats were were phenomenal. You love a stat, don't you? Yeah. Well, they did, I mean, they, you couldn't you couldn't ignore those. They no. were he had he had everything in there: carries, tries. He, do, he does do it all, really, doesn't he? Like, oh, yeah. I know he's I know he's not everyone's cup of tea. Um, but we're laughing now. Yeah, he's funny. he is. He's, he's, a, he's, he's a character. He does put a smile on your face. Yeah, I, you know, we said in part one about Eddie Jones. <laughs> yeah, you know, he winds a lot of people up, but a lot of people quite warm to him. Oh, I feel yeah. the same about Cubby. You know, he's 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 a real character. Yeah. Whether or not that kind of cost him at times, well, I don't know. Be, but yeah, it probably, well, it might do. It? But I mean, there's so many there's so many players that are that are, that are, I suppose appear to be the the similar you know similar types. That when you get someone like that. It's great. Yeah, it is, and what a what a difference you know he makes on the on the pitch. So you know he's a he's a wonderful player. Yeah. Um, now this weekend, you know I suppose if, you, if there's one time you want to play this, um, yeah, one thing you want in the international window, it's it's a side like Glasgow, Zebra. I, I don't think it really matters what time you play them because they have just become absolute whipping boys. Yeah, um, Scarlets will get a win there at home, surely. Oh God. Yeah, it'd be a big score as well, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think um, score expected there. Yeah, I think you want to get um, you want to be getting full point. You know, you want to be getting the full the full bonus points out of that. Yeah, every day of the week. Yeah, and um, I'm fairly I'm fairly certain they will be. I mean, the Italians just did to. Yeah, obviously, it makes a lot of press during Six Nations time. But whether the Italians should be constantly, you know, part of the the Six Nations, I think we'll we'll cover that in a later podcast because it'd be an interesting. Mm. An interesting debate to have, but you got the same problem at club setup, haven't you? Yeah, you yeah you have really. They're um, they don't seem to be getting any better. They at all. If, if anything, they're getting worse. Yeah. Um, it's really and, and obviously Connor Connor O'Shea. Well, we thought he'd have an effect, didn't we? Potentially on the on and maybe maybe he is having it. That's you maybe he is having an effect on the sort of setup and things mm. like that. But the, the, you can't do anything without without um, a strong group of players, and he just doesn't have that. Um, at all, does he? Um, no, he doesn't. It's a funny and old decision with him going there. Yeah, it, it is. You know, I still think with the, the national side, I wouldn't be writing off Conor O'Shea just yet. I think he's a he's a very very 
shrewd coach and you know I don't think he would have taken it because his stock was pretty high following uh, you know many years of, um, of of silverware actually at, at Harlequins and I don't think he'd have taken it if he thought he was going to hide into nothing. Do you think so he'll sh- pick up a win on the next game? No, definitely not. I don't think they'll win a game all tournament. But <laughs> England. Oh God, yeah, they got England. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't. Funny enough. Um, but uh, I, I think it, you know, it does stem back to club level. And there's been a lot of talk about potentially the Italians moving to one super club based in Rome. I don't know whether that's the answer or not. Well. Yeah, I mean, they, they probably need to do something, don't they? Um, mm. I'm not sure whether that's the answer, but, um, yeah, I, I, don't, I, yeah, I don't know, really. It's um, Everyone seems to want to, well, a lot of people want to sort of support the, uh, you know, Italian rugby, but mm. they've got to they've they've help, help themselves, they've help they, themselves yeah. as well. And, and if, you know, you can't help, you can't help someone that, doesn't, that isn't doing anything themselves, can you? So, I don't know, I don't know what the answer is, but to, to me, they're... Um, they get it. They get in. They get in poorer. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, well, actually, a, a side that's not much better than them, uh, my beloved Dragon side. You know, this season their offering has been marginally better than than the uh, the two Italian sides. They're away at Connacht this weekend. We're going to talk about the Dragons in a bit more detail in a bit. Mm. But what are your thoughts on that? So again, going back to the players released, um, Corey Hill and Ashton Hewitt will be available for. Uh, for the Dragons, which um, should make a difference if Corey Hewitt is... is, is Ashton, uh, sorry, Corey uh, Hewitt. So, is the pair of them. Um, if Ashton Hewitt is, is fit yeah. enough to play. Uh, concussion, has he got concussed, has he? Hewitt? Yeah, I think he picked up... He's picked, he, had a, he, had a, he, he had a knock, didn't he? Yeah, I wasn't sure it was concussion, but... Wasn't it? No, I don't know. Yeah, we'll have to see whether he's available then. Yeah, but either way, I think you know both those players could probably... you know Dragons could use to, to give them... Again, because the the squad is pretty mm. is pretty thin at the best of times, yeah. Um, and that's going to be you know we always say Connacht are the the Irish province that's least affected by by international breaks, and it's pretty much still the same case now. So you know I so I think they'll they'll still be in that rhythm, and I, I think they they've got better. They picked up a win over the Blues last weekend, so mm. I imagine confidence will be on the up. So unfortunately, I can only see a Connacht win there. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. That's going to be a tricky trip. Um, yeah, yeah. It's, unfortunately, it'll be a, I can see a loss coming there. Similar kind of grounds, really, in in those regards, aren't they? Kind of Rodney Parade and um, and over in Galway because they're kind of very traditional rugby grounds. Yeah, swirling winds, swirling winds. You know, crowds, crowds right, right on right you. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Various other cliches, but yeah, yeah. I, I do think Connacht will come out on top in that one. And be a good, good away trip, huh? Yeah, it would be, it would be. I imagine it would have been particularly cracking last year when their just, side um, was playing so well. You'd have to make sure you've got your thermals on. Yeah. And I'll make get sure those, I've got my vest on. Get those get those long johns out for a trip to Galway, I would uh, I would strongly suggest. Edinburgh take on uh, Cardiff Blues. That one's uh, that one's up in Edinburgh. Oh God, Blues desperately, desperately need a win. Yeah, they they've got very little to play for. Uh, they're not gonna make the sixth spot. I don't think they're gonna get a European place. You know, they just no, need it for confidence sake. Yeah, they really. do. Yeah, in terms of building and, and setting things up for for um, for the future now, isn't it? I, yeah. I, I, I fancy the Blues there. Actually. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go with the Blues win. Okay, yeah, yeah you, you might be right again. They'll be boosted with a few uh, with a few internationals this weekend. So Dacey and Andrews 
will be joining up with the squad along with um, along with Alex Cuthbert on the wing. So again, I wouldn't be surprised to to see a load of them feature. Yeah, DC. Good to see how DC goes. Yeah, I mean he's been. He's always been. A, he's, he's been banging form for them, even though they've not been playing well. Hasn't great he? form, yeah. Made a big impact, hasn't he? Scored a good few tries, carried well. Defense has been good, so yeah, keep an eye on him. Yeah, don't know. I'm not sure about that one. I think they've, this is probably, again. It's probably the time to be playing Edinburgh. Um, yeah, no. Go on. Let's just say a Blues going to edge that, shall we? We're on. We're, we've gone for exactly the same, have we, at the moment? Uh, yeah. Doesn't often happen. Yeah. No, I think the first three games are pretty yeah. much pretty easy to predict. But I don't know, I don't know, Osprey's Munster, who knows, depends depends what kind of side uh, Munster can put out. But I do think home advantage will tell there. But yeah, no, right. we've agreed on, agreed on something. Touched on the Dragons there. They're making the news for the wrong reasons yet again this week with this kind of ongoing pitch problem. Now, there's a various... Various uh, <laughs> problems as part of this. One is yeah. the the pure hammering it's taken from the weather. The other is the effect that the ground share has had on this, and this has had a big impact on the the upcoming fixture against Cardiff Blues, local derby, big big, big money spinner. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, relatively speaking, well, as is, pro twelve fixtures go, yeah, it's as big as it's going to get, isn't it? It is, and it's, well, it's, it's a big PD. Yeah. yeah, it is. You know, it's one of those occasions where you know you'll yeah. um, you'll be able to you'll be able to get a good attendance. And it's a big one for the big one for the fans as well. It is a big one for the fans. Yeah, that's really important. Even if you're having a crap season, yeah, you still want to beat you still want to beat yeah. the Blues. Well, as we said, there's not there's not a huge number of games that you you, you really really up for mm. as a fan. And, and that's a big one, and then it's taken away from you. It's taken away from you. Yeah, so it looks. If you if you haven't seen the story, it looks as though the fixture is going to be moved somewhere else in Gwent. So the the prime the prime suspects, I guess, are uh, are Pandy Park or or Ebervale. Vale, yeah. It poses problems, though. Yeah, it does. I mean, um, tra- the transport transport links to these. You know, there's no as, as far as I'm aware. There's no there's no train stations, or you know, it's. The parking facilities aren't aren't great. Um, yeah, it's 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 not great, is it for uh, for travelling um, travelling support? Playing devil's advocate, is it a and locals as well? You know, we're often critical that the regions are sometimes portrayed as as being super clubs and not mm. fully embracing their their whole catchment area. It's a good opportunity to to really act on those on those things and take rugby to to the likes of Evu. Uh, yeah, there, that is um, that's that's a point, I suppose. But I think unless um, unless it's stated at the beginning of the season that we're mm. going to, you know, a, a region's going to be playing, you know, um, every other game at a different at a, a different location, it just looks a mess and a shambles in 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 my eyes. Um, you know how how really can how can how can this happen really? You know? mm. What what other options were there then? Um, well, I suppose something that is probably not—it's not going to be hugely popular with um, with Dragons fans—is bringing the game to Cardiff Farmers Park, um, and then I, I don't know, splitting. You know, some of the money is go, goes back to the goes back to the Dragons. Well, um, it's not far in terms of for travelling fans to go to. Mm. It's for accessibility. You've got the train, you've got the parking facilities, and you've got the. I was going to say the delights of Cardiff, but you've got the the bars and mm. you know everything else that supports it. Would 
would that be a potentially better option than going to one of the one of the smaller grounds? I mean, well, it I, could I be, but at the same know. time, with there being you know top six places up for grabs, you know, I say I personally, I think the Blues are out of it, but with there being top six places up for grabs, would it be fair on the other sides pushing for top six for Cardiff Blues to have a home game? Well, yeah, against the Dragons. That's a very good point. Yeah, that that, that comes into it. Yeah. Um, I, I think the the main point that you touched on there is it looks like a shambles from the outside, and I'm, unfortunately, I'm sorry to say that a lot of the headlines that the Dragons make are, are kind of portraying the club in that way. We're only ever talking about the pitch. The sides when we do talk about the on the on field, um, you know, the on field form has has not been anything to get anyone excited by. You know, I suppose the the one crumb of solace is the is the talented young players there. You know the kind of the um, the Elliot D's of this world. You know, he's kind of I don't know Tyler Morgan struggled, but you know he's a Welsh international, and Hallam Amos has been injured, but they are you know exciting players at their best. But unfortunately, it's very it's neg- rare that negative press. Isn't it's it? very rare that the Dragons are making the headlines for the right reasons. Yeah. Think um, about the players as well. Yeah, they must be they must be uh, you know pretty miffed with. Uh, with the you know with these uh, all the, all the negative bits and bobs that are coming out, it's not great for them, is it? No, they, it's they, not. They've, they've done they've done really the Dragons have done really well with getting a number of the players to to, to recommit. Um, but it's yes, it's it's not um, it's not good at all. No, it's not. And while we kind of while we move on to to the next subject, it kind of leads us on to to our weekly transfer roundup. We may as well start with the Dragons and. You mentioned there we had a number of players in recent weeks signing up and committing their future to the Dragons. So, you know, for the likes of Landman and uh, Cud and, and these players, two players who won't be carrying on are um, Crosswell and, and Tom Pridey. Yes, they haven't. Um, they've been offered contract extensions, mm. have they? Or they haven't at the moment. Yeah. Just if the Dragons are keeping it a little bit. Looks looks as though to me as though they won't be, not they do. won't be sticking around. Yeah. Um, which. You know, again, I think they're two players who. It's hard to say they've let the dragons down because they've, you know, they they've turned up and and put in a shift whenever yeah, it's they, whenever it's been asked. But they're given their all in 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 my opinion. Yeah. Um, but it just it just hasn't been enough, has it? Mm. Strange one, you know, a player like Pridey, who's, you know, Wales's youngest ever try scorer, or yeah, yeah, I think he's well, the youngest ever person with cap. Is he? Yeah, and you know, kind of had such he? a. He's quite young still, isn't he? Well, he was seventeen when he was capped, and that was about. Yeah, how old is he now? Then 20, seven years ago, 24, 25. He's twenty five, isn't he? Twenty five, twenty six. Yeah. So yeah, I, I thought he would. I, I thought they would have. They would have given him, uh, given him an extension, but um, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to say. He's kind of set the world on fire. There, uh, but yeah, he's always seemed like a player with with bags of potential. But um, he's, he's been incredibly steady, I suppose, isn't he? Mm. And uh, yeah, I, yeah. Anyway, wish him uh, wish him all the best. Yeah, absolutely. Um, elsewhere, kind of looking at a, a couple of deals that have actually been done this week. Blues have been pretty active in the uh, in the transfer market. So Jack Roberts signed from Leicester. Yeah, good. Well, very good centre, isn't he? He's had, mm. I think he's had sixteen. Uh, Sixteen games for uh, for Leicester this season. Um, this smacks of someone doing some research on the uh, way over to the to the studio. Little look on the train. <laughs> um, yeah, it's gone really well in those games as well. Um, 
Yeah, rated highly. It's very good things come out of um, come out of Leicester. Yeah, he's um, just another stat. I was looking at his uh, five foot eight, mm. fourteen stone, fourteen, I think. Yeah, not um, uh, so not your usual. crash. Not you know, you kind of your traditional build for a crash bang wallop centre, is it? Yeah, I didn't expect. Yeah, I, I, it's always interesting just looking at and five foot eight. You don't often see, you don't often see that uh, that size of uh, of a player, but he'll. He's probably he's a perfect. I think he's a perfect fit for the Blues on their pitch. Mm. Um, really exciting to see how he, how he plays, and quite a few of the English clubs are interested in him, weren't they? Um, so a good a good pickup. And um, yeah, he went to went to Cardiff University, doesn't he? he was, yeah, loves loves the uh, loves the city. So I think that's a good good move. I, I think so. It might um, might spell the end for Corey Allen potentially. So there's a bit yeah. of you know. Been That'd linked be with a potential move that. to the Ospreys uh, a couple of couple of weeks ago. Heard any more on that? Or? I heard nothing more on that, but yeah, you wonder whether that that might be a, a catalyst for for Alan moving away from the Blues. Yeah, I'd say that's definitely the uh, that'll be the uh, the end of Corey Allen. Yeah, they've got yeah a couple of um, high profile mm. overseas centres there in Halaholo and Ray Lilo. Um, so yeah, I think uh, yeah, it'll be difficult for him to get. First team rugby. If they, you know, if they're bringing in Roberts to do the same. If Cardiff can just running through, I know we spoke off air, didn't we, about some of the players that Cardiff have got, and uh, if they can get the, uh, if they if they can click, they're going to be they're going to be quite a team, aren't they? Well, you think so? I mean, I I thought they recruited really well last summer. To be honest, when you yeah. looked at the likes of of Nick Williams, I know again he struggled with injury, but when you looked at the likes of him turning up, and obviously Matthew Morgan. Fan club over here, but you know, and, and Matthew Morgan turning up. I'm not going to comment. No, <laughs> we'll ten minutes on that. No. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, well, but you, 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 you can't go anywhere without uh, without second rows, can you? No, you no, can't. You're not going to go can't. forward, and... and that is an area they have bolstered. Damien Welsh moving um, moving to the Blues from Exeter. Yeah, he- heavily inked. Heavily some, inked. Some, some much needed ink to Cardiff. Yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, it was the old. Th- 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 yeah, wrong side of thirty in the. Uh, but um, yeah, big lump, six six, eighteen stone four. I think um, we've, we've said a couple of times that in certain games they've looked a bit mm. lightweight in the second row with you know the likes of Turnbull, who's a converted, you know, a converted back rower. Yeah, uh, often starting there. They've been a bit, they've been a bit floatier than they in that department, and um, probably the fact that they, they had a, a good run early on was it five five ish wins. Yeah. It. it 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 probably actually the bulk didn't of help which, them the bulk all. of which at home, yeah. Which in a fast you know in a fast game, it's a bit easier to get away with it. But yeah, I think you're right. In the depths of winter, maybe a player like Damien Welsh will add a bit of a will add that kind of grunt and grizzle that you uh, that you want to see from um, from some second rows. Yeah, and they brought in the uh, they brought in another second row as well, haven't they? Yes, they have. Uh, Franco van der Bennett. Yes, know much about him. Um, not a huge amount. No, I know he's thirty-three. So they've they've got Damian Welsh at what thirty-four. This Franco at thirty-three. Um, so a couple of uh, a couple of old wise heads. I think they'll be. I think they're good signings. Um, you know they'll 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 definitely bolster the the, the pack when as we said it's, it's it's definitely needed. And if they're gonna if they're gonna provide a bit of uh, a bit of. Um, Rigidity there in that pack, then um, their back line it, it could once it you know because it'll click them is pretty pretty exciting. Yeah, I think yeah it'll be it'll be kind of interesting to um, interesting to see if they do make a difference, and I expect to see a bit more transfer activity. We want to see Cardiff as well, the Blues rather. 
you know, right up there, don't we? With you know, with the likes of you know the Ospreys and 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 you know the Scarlets, really, really going really well now. The Blues, you know, they should be they should be up there. Well, they? with a Team Wales hat on, you you think that you can only benefit from seeing strong club sides, yeah, um, because you know you're gonna you're used to playing rugby at a, at a higher level, and that all you know that prepares you better for for the Test game. Um, I'd expect to see some more signings at the Blues as well before um, before the new season starts. Potentially one of them is Lee Halfpenny. Potentially it isn't. This has kind of been dragging on for a while now, this transfer, hasn't it? Yeah, it seems like it's been going on for a long, long time, hasn't it? Um, I think it's something to do with the uh, the amount of time, isn't it, that uh, the WIU wants? Or the contract that they want and the contract that he wants. He wants a shorter period, doesn't he? Yeah, it naturally... It naturally is going to confuse things having having the union coming into play. Do you think? Uh, do you think that's a you know a massive sticking point? Um, is it that big of a deal? Should the union care that much? What do you want? I mean, no, I think they should let it. I think the union should let it go a bit, to be honest, because he wants to come back. Clearly, um, I think it's what is it? Four, is it four or five? It's, it's, it's a relatively short period of time that he wants off because he wants to go and play. He wants the ability, the chance to play. Is it super? Yeah, he wants to play super rugby. Yeah. What, what, what? That can't be a bad thing, can it? No, it can't be. So if um, and the Blues had agreed to, to top up the uh, the additional amount, of, I heard. Mm. Um, so I think they should just agree that to be honest to get somebody like Lee Halfpenny back at Cardiff. Mm. You know, that's his club. You know, or his former club, anyway, yeah. and it'd be it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Well, it would, and it's also I tell you what, it's another player coming back to Wales on a dual contract who isn't going to the Ospreys, which yeah. has been the case with, you know, with Lydia and, and Bradley Davis, and, and you wonder why actually. It's a good point for that alone. Mm. The, the WIU should have said, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, well, no, it'd be interesting to see how that one pans out, and yeah, kind of final uh, final bits and bits and pieces to wrap up with uh, a former Welsh halfback. On the move in a coaching capacity is uh, Dwayne Peel, heading over heading over to Ulster. Yeah, heading over to Ulster as assistant coach, isn't mm. he? Uh, Two year contract, I believe. Um, I think that's a really good move for him, and a really good move for Ulster. Actually, um, I can see him. You know, he's moved around a bit, hasn't he? Played a lot in Wales. Went over to Bristol. Picked up picked up and down. He picked up some bits Sales and bobs there. as well. Sale, yeah, and um, he'll have a new experience over there. Obviously, he's gone into in a coaching role now, but I, I think I, I think when you're a coach, it's it's even better. You want to see, yeah. I personally, I do want to see Welsh coaches picking up experience and bringing those learnings back to to Wales to to boost um, other coaches coming through. I I think it'd be a good thing for Dwayne Peel to yeah. to be involved with a setup like that and a you know terrific set of players that they've got over there. They're they're a really good side, Ulster. Yeah, it's a are. really good setup. Brilliant side, yeah. And he, he, I, I rated Peel highly. It was a shame that uh, something obviously went on with him and him and Gatlin. He obviously had a fallout because he was he seventy six caps. Yeah, a brilliant, brilliant, an out and out scrum half, proper scrum half. Yeah, um, brilliant brain, great service, quick. Yeah, had every had absolutely everything. Well, at one point he was the, he was the best in the world, and he was the best nine in the world. Um, and. Um, or in a lot of people's well, certainly, eyes. certainly right up there, yeah. It's yeah. kind of circa two thousand and five. Yeah, he was, and I think he'll be. I think he'll make a great coach. Yeah, I, I think you you might well be right there, and um, yeah, of course, his his former Wales and Scarlets halfback partner 
Steve Jones is making a you know quite yeah. an impression as a coach himself. So yeah, must well be uh, must be doing something right out in West Wales when it comes to uh, when it comes to coaching. Right, pretty much brings us to uh, to an end of of part two. Uh, obviously, next week will be a return to uh, to some more kind of Six Nations preview, and you know, no doubt we'll be uh, we'll be very excited for that. Um, we'll be a bit more upbeat, won't we? Uh... Yeah, I think so. I, I feel a bit better after after part one, getting that bit of a rant. Definitely, out of it definitely was a bit. It definitely <laughs> was a bit of therapy. Yeah, yeah, it felt like it. Um, but yeah, as as always, we kind of um, finish by uh, just uh, bringing you up to date with a with a few reviews. There's a few um, there. Well, we've we've got another one to uh, oh. to to bring people to um, bring people up to speed with. Uh, this one from the rather amusingly named. I wonder if people are just doing these names for uh, for for shits and giggles now. But this is Jim Telfer's jockstrap, <laughs> <laughs> which is uh, yeah, which is you know a terrifying thought I think. Um, but he or she <laughs> says <laughs> some cracking insight and a really enjoyable listen. So yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for taking the time to do that. And of course, um, if you do leave us, uh, if you do leave a review, we'll, we'll try our best to uh, to read it out on air because it is um, it is kind of pretty crucial to us um, uh, improving our listener figures and making it easier for people to find. If you can subscribe on iTunes and uh, and leave us a review, but yeah, I mean, it's um, how long we've been doing this now? Kind of four or five months, and yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's kind of really encouraging to to see the numbers grow, and it's a bit of a a word of mouth exercise. So yeah, if you if you know someone that you think would like this, um, then please uh, please let them know. And if you want to get in touch or you want to come on the show, drop us a line at attacking scrum or facebook.com slash attacking scrum. That's it for this week. We'll uh, we'll chat to you next week. Podcast Network.